Hello and welcome to Elemental Women in the Arts podcast. I'm Brogan Jessamine. I'm your host. I am an actor and the owner of Elemental Women Productions. Today, we are going to be talking to Chelsea Gonsalves, an actress, writer, and occupational therapist, all about who she is, what she does, and her experience in the arts. Thank you and welcome to Elemental Women in the Arts. Hi, Chelsea. Welcome to the Elemental Women in the Arts podcast. How are you today? Hi. I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Being here. <laughs> so we wanted to start with getting you to tell us a little bit about you, who you are, what you do, anything you want to share. Hello, everyone. My name is Chelsea. I am occupational therapist that pays the bills, but my alternative career that is the number one goal is I'm actress, writer, content creator, trying to be multi-hyphenated goddess. <laughs> That's the way to go in this world is getting to create your work and telling all those stories. So why, um, why do you choose to do acting and writing? Like what was your, what was your beginning moment to that? Um, growing up, um, I'm from Pennsylvania and uh, my mom and I would come to New York once a month and go see Broadway shows. And I I loved it. My first show I ever saw was Beauty and the Beast. And I just, I've always loved acting. Um, I never pursued it. I didn't pursue it until high school. And I like loved it. It was like, acting was the only thing I stuck with. Like I did, you know, guitar lessons, ballet, all this stuff. But acting was the one thing that I always stuck to. And it it was, it was one of, it made me feel like, um, it made me feel really good that I could do anything and you just forget all your problems. That's so true. What's your favorite Broadway show from all the ones you've seen then? Or favorite show in general, if it's not a Broadway show? Well, I have different categories of things. There's reasons why you know. So West Side Story, classic. Uh, Favorite play, I loved Hands of God. Um, So I have different like categories. But yeah, I would say overall it's West Side Story. Cool. That's amazing. Did you see that with your mom as well? Or was that one later? Or do you still do so that? that? Do you continue that tradition still? I guess not well, right now, but not right now. But um, no, son, I go see Broadway shows without her. You know what I mean? I re- I, you know it's funny. I realized that my mom saw Broadway because I loved Broadway. So it wasn't until I got older that I realized like she didn't enjoy it as much as I did. But she saw how much I loved it. So I thought we had this thing, but it was really just me. <laughs> That's amazing, though. Oh, I yeah. love that. Um, so if you were to define the arts as a general category, how would you define it? I would define it as just inspiration. Um, I, I would define it as uh, something to express yourself, something to, uh, to constantly explore and grow. I think that's so true. I like that Mm -hmm. explanation. I would say it's something like that as well. I always say it is like the arts are a way to promote empathy and like actually see someone else's perspective. And that's like a great thing about the arts in general. You said it way better than me, but yes, exactly all of those things. I I put you on the spot. I'm like, no, I I love it. It gets me to think of this stuff. No, it's great. That's exactly. Yeah. 
Um, so what's something that surprises you about being in the arts and acting, writing? What's a surprise? It can be good or a bad surprise, but a surprise in general that's not something you would think of. Learning about yourself. Uh, definitely, like I uh, studied at William Esper. Shout out William Esper Studio. Um, and um, doing like the Meisner training and seeing how you react to things, you know what I mean? And how you are how you have to respond. So when someone's yelling at me, I have a tendency to take it, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And, and it's just like, what? Address that person. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you're yelling at me, you know, like the yeah. different exercises you do. And so you start to see how, uh, how out in the real world, how you tolerate people's behaviors or not tolerate people's behaviors. Um, so that was that was definitely interesting and learning about myself. And I was like, oh, girl, you need to grow a backbone a little bit more, allowing people to get away with certain things that you know they shouldn't. Yeah. So that was definitely interesting. And um, also, just you also like when you're connecting to a character, seeing the things that bubble up. I just even say that as a writer, when you start to write a scene out, and you're like, oh, okay. So a little bit of trauma here, but okay. <laughs> I also was trained in Meisner I also think that that's like such a good point of the like having to pay attention actually respond to things is something you mm -hmm. don't necessarily do so that's a great point I hadn't thought about it that way but that is a really big surprise when you're studying particularly Meisner I think other ones is a lot more like I don't know how to describe it like it's all about listening for Meisner right but being truthful and, and and how and how much in I guess society I don't add whether it's that I'm afraid of showing my true feelings you know what I mean or I don't know what it is but it's definitely I feel like I became more honest with people and myself you know what I mean and I you feel better too like once you tell people you know like I don't like that you did that you know what I mean so let's you know if they continue to do that then they just don't care if you know how you need to address that person you know Right. sometimes people just don't know that's you know, true but, if you don't um, see anything they sometimes just don't realize it or know right. oh you're right yeah life lessons yes yes so not only acting classes but life lessons in that whole that first year was wild <laughs> like I learned so much about myself um very glad I did it but it's like you think you're just like oh my passion but then you're realizing like it's all connected all connected because you're the instrument you know yeah I was having that conversation the other day of can you separate fully the art from the artist? And I was like, I don't think you can. I think at one point in my life, I was like, you can absolutely be like completely different, but I don't know if you can now. Like I think thinking it through and like really understanding who you are only makes you better. Right. Like you said, you're, you're, your instrument. So being able to do that is great. Um, so for writing, I've read your writing and it's phenomenal. Yeah phenomenal oh, thank you oh my gosh words phenomenal I love it it's <laughs> my favorite I talk to everyone about it um mm -hmm. but what is your what do you have a process so obviously you're trained in Meisner for acting do you stick to Meisner for acting or do you have a different one for that and do you also carry on that process for writing or is it completely different as well so uh for acting I definitely do Meisner because I've been paid two years of school <laughs> And, and, and I felt like that technique like made me honest and I felt the most connected to things. You know, um, it, sometimes it, you even shock yourself uh, 
when you get you start crying about something that doesn't even exist. Like, why do I have such strong feelings about something that is not real and it affects your day? Like, what? You know, and I, I I've never felt that way with any other technique. Yeah. So that that one's definitely it for me. Um. So I'm very grateful about that. And um, as far as writing goes, I it I think of a lot of ideas all the time. So I think a little bit of how. I was trained at school is you'd get a scenario and then you just play with it, yeah. you know? And, and I think that's how the writing started where it starts to expand. You know what I mean? I think the scenario, like, oh, this is funny. I like it. And then it would just expand and expand and expand. And then it turns into a movie. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how it works. I love it. I always think your characters and the dialogue are just so wonderful. Like no matter what the relationship with any character is, they're always like a person. And I love that part. Um, but, oh, what qual going into from there, what qualities do you think are the most important with your line of work? So what do you think you need to have? Definitely persistence, persistence, um, and, and, and discipline. Those are like the two biggest things I can think of right now. Um, it, just to constantly push through and, you know, I, there's this musical, uh, something rotten and one of the songs is hard to be the bard and it was Shakespeare uh I'm tying it back into answering the question but anyways there's a song about how he, Shakespeare was saying uh how hard it was to write and I didn't get that at the time and then I started writing and when you're actually writing it's fun it's easy you know you enjoy the process but just getting yourself to the desk it's like you forget what it's like when you're at the desk but for some reason just getting yourself to the desk is so hard you know so having that discipline to sit down and write because two, three days, you tell yourself to give yourself a break, a month went by, you know? So getting that discipline is so important and just being persistent on everything, you know what I mean? Outlining, you know, not giving up and getting lazy into the scene. It, it, it's very, it's a, it's a lot of hard work, but the payoff is amazing. Do you have like a particular role or type of story that you would want to tell, particularly to the world? Or like, what would be your dream role if you could have any? I definitely uh, lean towards characters who have a, like, who have a, or skid on the morals line. You know, I love those type of characters. Those are my favorites. And I feel like um, that you, you, you root for those characters somewhat, but those are my characters I love to play. Um, I, in acting class, I get to play them, but not necessarily, I don't get casted for those roles. You know what I mean? So definitely someone who has my look and stuff, I think is fun to uh, play those type of roles. Yeah. If that makes sense. I don't know if I was clear about that. I think typecasting is always so strange. Like I also, when I get cast, I'm usually cast as like the girlfriend, a love interest. And I also love to play the roles that I'm like, you don't want to like them, but you do like them. Um, like flawed protagonists. Oh, yes, that's better. Flawed, and it's just fun to be bad. And uh, you know, people. I you know I'm, I have a nice voice. I'm a very positive person. People always stick me in these nice roles, and nothing's wrong. Listen, if someone wants to write me a check to play nice, I will definitely do that. But the fun, it's not. It's nice to be bad and do what they and do what you want. And I love that the characters, like their own selfishness, drives them. And I, I, I love that. I absolutely love that because I, I think. Uh, 
you know, if we all lived in our, our real truth, we would live that way. But then, you know, the things that stop us from doing the things that we really want is thinking of others, being considerate, which, you know, I, I am, but I think it's just fun to just be like, forget, forget everybody else. And I'm going to do what I want to do. So I love that about those characters. That's so true. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your experience of working as an actor and things like that through the industry? You touched on casting, but what else? Is, have you had any other experiences that you want to talk about? Yes, I, I you know, I, I definitely come so from a small town in Pennsylvania, you know, and I, you know, I moved to New York um, in 2016, and I definitely have hit like different phases for sure. So I, in the beginning, I was one of those actors who loved to do programs, all these different acting programs. And I think that they can be helpful, but I, but I guess the biggest note, which I feel like people, everybody says is be yourself. But I think what they, with the clarity that needs to be with be yourself is like, really be yourself. And you know, people like think like, oh, just be natural. But it's like knowing who you are and, and, not, and not apologizing for that. You know what I mean? And, um, and also understanding the relationship more between agent and manager and also understanding when it's time to walk away because people aren't allowing you to be yourself. Yeah. Hopefully this is clear. Like I, I can give an example, like, you know, sometimes with agent and managers, they see I'm a plus size black woman. So already that's going in a box. You know what I mean? And I grew up in a place where it was predominantly white. So when people hear me talk, they're like, oh, you know what I mean? Um, so dealing with that and casting, you know, can be a little rough sometimes, you know, and, and getting people to see me beyond something or assuming I'm going to have this type of energy that I don't have. Like I've totally been told in auditions, could you be more urban? Could you be more sassy? You know, and I give them sassy, but Chelsea sassy, you know, and that's what I mean. Uh, but I, but that's okay with being Chelsea sassy, you know, and I, you know, and being okay with that. Cause I feel like 2016, Chelsea was trying to put on this thing, you know what I mean? But I mean, be yourself as long as I gave you my sassy. And if that wasn't good enough, it is what it is. Right. You know, and before I felt like it was me. Yeah. I get that. I think that's a big thing is knowing the difference between like you, like what you're saying, like if you, as long as you're being yourself and like you're true to yourself and what you would do with that note, like be right. sassy, be flirty, whatever, seductive, right? Those are usually right. the good ones that people give um, or the more average ones people give, but knowing what you are in that and doing that and knowing that it's not you that's the problem a lot of the right. time. Um, so yeah. That's and it's built into writing. You know, that's why I had to write these roles. So I wrote them in my own voice. So that way, you know, um, as we put, as I, you know, get it going in production, you know, people see, so this is Chelsea's version of Sassy and it's good enough. You know what I mean? I don't have to be the stereotypical black girl. That's what they're hinting at, you know? Um, and that's, that's kind of the roadblock I was in. And, you know, I, I thought to myself, how could I change it? And that's what 2017 to 2019 was. And then one day it hit me. It was like, it is not your job to change it. You know what I mean? Like you can't make people do anything. You know what I mean? So uh, being persistent, 
still, you know, I decided, you know, I'm, I'm going to create my own thing. Because you're not going to listen. I'm going to, I'm going to make it myself and then you'll see. Yeah. Well, in 2020, you wrote your screenplay. Yes. Yes, I did. So yeah, the pandemic, I had the time and, you know, and the inspiration. So there you go. Yeah. How do you balance working with writing, acting, and also working with the occupational therapy? What do you, how do you, how do you balance that? So definitely accountability. I have a writing group. So we, we would meet every week. And um, the minimum we'd all say is 10 pages. So there was that like pressure, you know what I mean? And um, the, they were very supportive. So if you didn't get 10 pages, like everyone, everyone would be like, why? And, you know, and then when you really sit there and look back at your week, you would start to see there was time I could have done something. You know what I mean? Because even if you write pages and they weren't necessarily the best, you always learn something from those pages, whether it be a moment you really liked or, you know, oh, I don't want to take the script in this direction. So even in pages that aren't, you're not going to keep, you still learn something, you know? Um, and so having that accountability through the pandemic helped. And also, especially like early pandemic where, you know, there was nothing to do. You, you I looked forward to those things. So for a good amount of the pandemic, that's what I looked forward to. But as life slowly started to come back, it would still be a accountability, you know? Yeah. And you have a puppy now. Yes, yes. So it made that a little bit harder, um, for sure. Uh, so I had to get him a playpen. Oh. You know? Yeah, but it's been it, it but it's good. I, I, I think um, it's still good they get little breaks. You know what I mean? So when you're like writing and then you can play with the dog and then come back to writing. They're the best. They're the best emotional support ever. Oh, absolutely. Yes, yeah. And in the beginning, when he's peeing on everything, he was definitely adding. He wasn't. He was stressed. Stress. He was adding more stress. <laughs> of course. He's potty trained now. So. <laughs> That's good. That that makes life so much easier. Then you get to go outside. You know, commend yourself to go on a walk. All of those things. Yeah, the weather is nice. It's getting nice out, and so yeah, it's definitely, I'm definitely enjoying life a bit more now too. That's so great! Yay! Yeah. Um, so last question, mm-hmm. is there anything that you would particularly want to share of projects that you're move- doing right now? Um, any final thoughts, words of wisdom? So, you know, I'm finished uh, writing my film, Instant Beautification. Hopefully the title will be the same, but something in that realm. And uh, currently uh, just trying to move it to the phase of, you know, getting it made, so hopefully, but next two years so be on the lookout for that um and words of encouragement is truly like don't give up on yourself you know what I mean there there is enough people in this world doubting you so you you don't have to do that somebody's already doing that for you so you you can focus on uplifting yourself whether that be in your dreams of acting anything you know and um that's what I tell myself when there's moments I start to get down on myself I'm like there are haters out there they're already doing it for you. Well, on that, I think you're wonderful. And I'm so happy oh, you could come on and be our first person on our podcast. And Yay. I think, fingers crossed, I'm so looking forward to instant beautification being produced. Such a great script. I'm really happy to have like read it in all the various <laughs> stages as it went through different things. 
Well, thank you. This has been a lot of fun and you're amazing. <laughs>